0: Good morning. This is Jared Gray with my co-host Jordan Rains, the IDP 411 with the expandtheboxscore.com. What's up, brother? What are you doing?
1: Not much, man. Up early, grinding through some, you know, stats and game books and looking at who sucks and who's awesome and, you know, that kind of thing and ready to put out some content for the folks and help them win their IDP Fantasy Leagues. You
0: know, yesterday was a a fun day of football. Every home team won which is crazy. Home teams went 10 and 0. Nice. Uh, and everybody was uh, <clears throat> NFC was it NFC North or NFC South went uh everyone lost. I have to look at it, but pretty interesting. Uh, you, you don't see a lot of times where the home team wins every time. Uh, the only visiting team that won this last weekend was the 49ers, and that was Thursday.
1: Nice. It's kind of bonkers. Yeah, it was a great day of football. I mean, I had a, a blast watching it. Um, you know, I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, Oh, this we this year I feel like I see this every year. People are like this year's so weird and unpredictable and I hate football, blah blah I'm like it's the same as it always is. Like it, <laughs> it is the same year, as
0: it always is. <laughs> every
1: year somebody says this, you know, but it's just like this is fantasy football, like have you not played before? Like you're gonna get stuff wrong one week to the next week but overall like it's about you know watching the game watching how people play and just consistently putting your chips where you think that things are gonna fall and if things don't fall that way one week don't take your chips off of them you know i mean double down the next week's gonna be that big hit so anyway uh kind of a crazy week we only had you know as far as defensive linemen only two guys had more than one sack well two sacks um, Bud Dupree had two sacks, and uh, Brennan Scarlett, who I guess is taking over for J.J. Watt, had two sacks. But literally, other than that, everybody else, you know, pretty much had one or one and a half sacks all the way down the list, which is kind of crazy. You usually expect to see one or two guys, you know, kind of getting three, two, three, four, you know, big, big sack days in, but not a lot. I mean, it was. You know, we had that big sack, a big defensive lineman week two, three weeks ago. I know we talked about that, but kind of a quieter week for them this week. Um, But a good week overall for IDP production. I mean, you know, a lot of guys just, you know, just do what they're supposed to do, you know.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. Um, You know, you and me kind of both, we both kind of laughed at each other. Uh, You called me out. I called you out. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday's show, our, our live cats, man, we were
1: fucking, we were spent fire yesterday on complete, I don't know if it was a complete accident or divine providence or what, but you totally called the Minka Fitzpatrick thing when I mean, we were talking and you're like, man, that dude, I swear he has a pick a week. And then he goes out and has, you know, probably an all pro pick, you know, basically. He has an interception for a touchdown and. Crazy. I mean- <laughs> he looks so good. He looks so good every week. I mean, the dude, dude's fire. It's he, he's five. a first round draft
0: pick, and and you know obviously Pittsburgh knows it too, and they went after him, and he's done nothing but blow up for them since. And I mean, I think he's got he's got five or six interceptions since he's been with them. So I mean, I mean, he's got at least four. And I mean, yeah, I mean he's just been. We he, had two the first their first game together. I think he had two against Miami. Mm-hmm. And he had one this week for for a touchdown. That 94,
1: 96-yard return, too. It wasn't like it was, you know, a 10-yard, you know. I mean, they were all the way in the
0: back in the red zone, and he caught that ball, and he just took off. So in one of my leagues, I, I can have a, you know, I just play straight defense, and I decided to flip it. I wanted to play the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night. I said, you know what? This Pittsburgh-Indianapolis game is going to be one of those defensive games, I think, like. Ended up being a pretty high scoring game overall. But when it came to points for the defense, as always, Pittsburgh has blown up again. And mm-hmm. so I decided, to, you know, I ended up flipping them. I mean, like last minute, like 10 minutes before the ball game, and I flipped them. I mean, in one of my leagues, they got, got me almost 23 points. So I can't even gripe about it. So, yeah, dude.
1: Bud Dupree crushed. He had three tackles for loss, three solo tackles, two sacks. I mentioned that earlier. He had a forced fumble and a fumble recovery, too. T.J. Watt, um, you know, three tackles, tackles half, one and a half sacks, three quarterback hits. Um, you know, made, that's kind of a big day for yesterday, too. You know, that's not necessarily huge stats, but for the week, those they were both very, very high um, on the list. But I guess we're going to do we kind of usually do. We would usually do studs and duds, but I guess we'll probably just go through the st- – mostly the studs today. We'll hit on a few duds. We'll get a um, few duds here and there. Yeah. Um, You know, I guess we can just go ahead and start, Uh, you know, Justin Houston had a big day, which is kind of crazy. We talked about him. I I tweeted out, I retweeted it after I tweeted the first one. I said, Justin Houston is still elite. Dude's a beast. Like, I can't believe that the Kansas City Chiefs let him go and brought in Frank Clark. Um, (laughs) Boy,
0: they're missing that one right now, aren't
1: they? He could have been a franchise player for the Chiefs. You know, he's on his way to one of his, you know, better seasons he's had in a while, and – he just went out and showed you what he's made of. You know, he had, didn't have a lot of tackle production. He only had three tackles, but he had a sack. He had a forced fumble, fumble recovery. And, you know, these were big plays when they needed them too. It wasn't just like garbage time, you know, stuff. I mean, this was meaningful football, you know, and he ended up being one of the top performers at defensive end or defensive line yesterday. Um, Everson Griffin had a, a big day yesterday. So five
0: funny, anything about Everson Griffin. I'm going to give you a dud with this one. Uh, I traded for Nate Gary. Nate Gary missed full on whiffed on four tackles. I mean, just right by him. And I ended up putting Nate Gary in, as because I, I mean, you want to start a middle linebacker if you can do it. So starting Nate Gary, sat Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin, boy, I missed on this one. Six tackles, three tackles for loss, a sack, and three quarterback hits. <sighs> That's twenty six points in my league. You sat him for yeah, exactly. Gary on my bench.
1: Man, you should have looked at my rankings. I had Griffin in the top 12, I think, this week.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you know how it is. Like, I I had had so many bye weeks this week. I I mean, I kind of was in a tough spot that I need to go get another linebacker.
1: I had Efferson Griffin at nine this week, and he ended up being defensive lineman. I mean, depending on what your scoring was, he was a top five defensive lineman.
0: Yeah, he blew up. It was a huge miss for
1: me, and it sucked. Yeah, I had Justin Houston at 17. He came through a big way, yeah. Nate Gary, been our buddy Russ has been, you know, chimed in about him, and you know he's kind of a by default kind of guy. Like they they need somebody in in the Eagles, uh, you know, the middle of that Eagles defense to to play, and they're running out of guys. You know, I mean, I mean we, we all do.
0: had bad weeks, and you know, it just seemed like a bad week because the last two weeks he's been blowing up. You know, in my league, averaging twenty points a week, so mm-hmm. he's getting a lot of solo tackles. So, I mean, if he gets those four solo tackles. It's a whole different ballgame for him.
1: True. You're right. You're right. That changes his whole game. Um, I'm just going to read through this list real quick and we'll, you know, kind of give people an idea who did good, who did not do good. And then we'll come back and dissect Sounds them a little great. bit. But um, I already hit up Dud Dupree. I've already talked about Justin Houston. Harold Landry, dude, played 97% of snaps. Hey, that's gold mine right there. Eight tackles, one sack, one pass defendant, and interception. Dude's a beast. Um, like I said, Everson Griffin, six tackles, three tackles for a loss, one sack, three quarterback hits. Um, <clears throat> uh, Yannick Ngakwe had five tackles, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Clayes Campbell, five tackles, a sack, tackle for a loss, two quarterback hits. Uh, Brennan Scarlett, like I mentioned earlier, he had two sacks. I guess he's kind of filling in for J.J. Watt, two tackles and a forced fumble. So that's a pretty good little stat line for a fill-in guy. Um, for sure. Joe, Joey Bosa had four tackles, one and a half sacks, four quarterback hits. You're gonna like this one. Uh, the rookie Christian Wilkins finally had a big game, and I mean, he had a big game. He ended up being a top ten, top top ten defensive lineman. He had a uh, five tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. I uh, played him in a pretty deep league where I'd been playing him, and I dropped him a couple weeks ago. And because of some bye week stuff and injuries, I picked him up off waivers again yesterday and played him, and he did big stuff for me. Um, he's a good kid.
0: He, I mean, that whole, that whole group from Clemson was ridiculous. So Yeah.
1: Uh, Preston Smith had seven tackles and a sack. Zadarius Smith had eight tackles and half a sack. T.J. Watt, we already talked about him. You know, he's a beast. Three tackles, one and a half sacks, three quarterback hits. Derek Wolf keeps kind of showing up here. He's kind of catching my eye. Five tackles, a sack, and a pass defended. Um, those yeah, are I mean, pretty- he
0: keeps popping up, you know, and mm,
1: – and- with a, on a defensive line where you know you think von Miller's supposed to be that guy and he's just he's just having a bad year. Derek Wolf keeps consistently just being like a mid-range DL1 you know pretty much almost every other week it feels like um, he's a guy you might be able to go find cheaply uh, on your waiver wire in some leagues especially with the buys coming up this week we got six big teams not well I say that he's on buy. Broncos are on buy this week Jacksonville Houston. Patriots, Eagles, and Redskins all on bye. So we got some heavy hitters out there for IDP that are going to be missing this week.
0: Yeah, um, I'm actually holding on to, uh, well, I'm actually looking at, you know, your fill in for, for JJ and Scarlett. Not many people are looking at him. They didn't pick, you know, I don't expect people to pick him up on a bye week. As soon as games start next week, I'm picking him up. I'm not even, I'm not about even going to blink about it. So yep.
1: there's, um, that was pretty much your list of edge guys. Um, you know, there's, like I said, there's not, there's a few guys we could talk about. Um, the Smith brothers, Preston, and Zadarius. I mean, they just continue to be. They're good for seven or eight tackles a game. It's crazy to me. A solid commodity. And people are talking about, you know, the Packers defense maybe isn't what we thought. Um, people forget that that line against the Chargers is pretty good. So, I mean, for them to get, you know, this production on that line on a quote unquote down week. I mean, I'm happy to have either of these guys on my team. Um, Zadarius Smith, we talked a little bit yesterday. You know, he has his weed charge and speeding ticket or whatever, but that's from September. He might face a suspension for a week or two, but until I hear anything, I mean, he's still a solid play every week. Um, He's having a great season, honestly. Yeah, I
0: got nothing but good things about him. I mean, he's
1: been killing it. Harold Landry so, is a guy that we talked to yesterday on the show. I told you somebody dropped him in one of my leagues, Dynasty League. That. I picked him up. I spent my. I mean, I don't even know what I was on waivers. I was like, I'm getting Harold Landry. I picked him up. I he was on my bench because he didn't get up. End up being on my team till around eleven o'clock yesterday, and Yannick was already in, and I'd already played Buckner, so I didn't have a chance to put him in. Do crush yesterday, and he's been crushing all season. Yeah,
0: I don't know um, why you would drop him. I mean. Uh, the,
1: Titans have got something there. I mean, they've got
0: something there. I mean, this kid is – he's a beast. He was a, he was a beast in, in college, at Boston College, when he came out, and, you know, and he had a slow start to his rookie year and then, mm-hmm. and then came on really strong. And then now you're just mm-hmm. seeing what he's really about. Dude's a big dude. I mean
1: – Big dude. He seems to have good football IQ. He seems to always kind of be where the ball's is at. Um, and the thing you like to see – I mean, we've talked about this before. I mean, if you get a defensive lineman – who's playing 80 percent of snaps plus i mean that's pretty much gives you the potential for elite level production eight agree and you're getting you know and there are guys out there that you know you're jj watts i mean they play 98 97 98 percent of snaps like that's what you want harold landry played 97 percent of snaps yesterday like he's putting up elite numbers he's playing elite number of snaps i mean this guy is a huge buy for me. If you don't have him already, Um, you know, he might be an outside linebacker or whatever, depending on what league you're in and what format you play on platform. But anyway, you cut it. I mean, he's basically to me like a TJ Watt. He's a defensive lineman. Um, if you can play him like that on sleeper, which you can, I know, and you probably can on ESPN, get this dude. I mean, like get him no matter what, especially if you're in dynasty, because right now he doesn't have a big name, you know, he's doesn't have the big name. But he's got the big numbers behind him. And he's 23. He's 23. Justin Houston's on this list. Dude's 30. You know what I mean? Calais Campbell's on this list. Dude's like 33. I mean, if he's on this list now, I mean, you could be looking at a decade of production. I know it's, you know, it's a lot of speculation, but
0: No man, it's, it's that two. that's a real that's not real speculation. That that kid's for real. Somebody exactly. you definitely gotta go at in a league, he's definitely something you gotta look at.
1: This might not be the best.
0: To make the play because he just had
1: a massive week. But still, like, if he has another massive week, you're just getting – We have a redraft hard. coming up, and I've got I've to make that decision on him. So mm-hmm. – I mean, I would move him up. And, you know, if you're talking dynasty defensive lineman rankings, based on what I've seen this year, I mean, he's got to be – got to put him in there as a top 15, top 20 play. You know, I mean, there's the elite guys, and then you're getting kind of those guys where, like, you're looking at Harold Landry's, you're looking at your um, – Sam Hubbard's, you know, you're looking at kind of those guys that are, you know, young and up and coming and you know, you could build a an IDP team around, you know, and he's definitely in contention and we need to start looking at him like that. So definitely wanted to give him a little shine. Um Yeah, he's he's balling for sure and he's definitely some I still cannot believe that you got him. I know, the dude, and the crazy, I mean, I almost texted him. He's one of my really good buddies, and he dropped him. I almost texted him. and was like, dude, like, I would have traded him to you because I was, like, mad because I was scared someone was going to get him. Nobody put a waiver claim in for him. I mean, these guys I'm playing with, sometimes I'm like, y'all don't even pay attention. <laughs> but I will say that league is kind of, and I won't say, like, it's not completely IDP suppressed, but the, the scoring is not super great for IDP guys. It's, I mean, like, you can still get a 25, 30-point game out of a guy, but he's got to have a massive game. Um, but I mean, like even yesterday, Harold Landry's big game, I think he only ended up with about 16, 17 points. But that's still good when most defensive linemen are getting eight or nine, you know? I mean, he's doubling their production. So, anyway, you want to highlight any of these other defensive linemen guys? I know we got a couple coming out tonight. We got Robert Quinn, uh, Marcus, or. To Marcus Lawrence. Marcus Lawrence coming out tonight. Um,
0: um, I kind of hope, you know, I've got. I think I have Robert Quinn going against me in one league, but uh, I had to pick up Marcus Golden because I think Leighton Vander isn't going to play tonight.
1: Um,
0: so we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know how well the defensive line is going to play. They, they do have Leonard Williams. They're already talking about giving uh, sign him to a new contract, by the way, at New York. So he must be impressing them already in <laughs> In practice, and he hasn't played a game for them yet. Um,
1: he's always had the potential. I mean, it's oh, just, he's a
0: baller. Don't get me wrong. And maybe you know, changing his stars will help him quite a bit. So we'll see what's going to happen there. You're, uh, you're, um,
1: I guess we could move off this defensive line. I did have one other note written down. Um, the defensive line for the Jaguars. We all watched that game yesterday. There were so many almost sacks. So many almost big plays that these defensive linemen almost had, but Deshaun Watson just kept, you know, eel. Wasn't there
0: twelve quarterback hurries? In the I game. don't,
1: I don't know for sure. I don't, I haven't looked at that. I think Yannick had five quarterback hurries. Dude, he was so close, so many sacks. But the interesting thing is, mm-hmm. I tweeted something about this and brought it up. But on that defensive line, Yannick has pretty much reasserted himself as you know that other defensive end. I mean, Calais Campbell played eighty-seven percent of snaps yesterday. You know he's top dog. He's always going to be top dog as long as he's around. Um, but Yannick was right behind him with 84% of snaps. And you saw him playing yesterday. I mean, we were on the live cast watching. I mean, like, Yannick was in that game. Like, he was doing his best, you know, and he just was this close on two or three tackles or sacks. Especially in a
0: game that they lost. He still – I mean, that – if he gets to the quarterback, where you know, on those, especially the times where he just randomly gets I mean, it off and throws to a you know, running back, he
1: had him wrapped up like for two of those, and Deshaun still had it. It was just like, man, it's if that Deshaun was any other Watson. quarterback, that would have been a sack. You know what I mean? So. let's not forget the Bears traded for Mitchell Trubisky, yeah, Bears, suck. Um, but then. Allen, our other dude, we love him around here. Josh Allen, he had uh, 59% of snaps. So serviceable snap numbers. He still had decent production. But, you know, if you're looking for the guys on that defensive line that you really are going to be able to roll out week in and week out, it's going to be Campbell and Yannick. And then, you know, as your for sure starters. And then you can play Allen, too. I have Allen. I love Allen. You know, that's the crazy thing. Allen has over
0: 35 quarterback hurries mm-hmm. by himself.
1: Yeah. I mean, that He had five quarterback
0: over- hurries yesterday.
1: Yeah, they looked good. I mean, they were, like I said, they were just this close to getting Deshaun Watson a few times. So,
0: And that's the funny thing. He leads the group between him, Calais, and Yannick. Josh Allen um, leads the group in quarterback hurries. So it shows you the kind of elite talent he's got.
1: He's a guy in Dynasty. If you're not making plays for him this offseason, you're an idiot.
0: Yeah, like, so it's two guys where you're giving you know, guys in Dynasty Harold Landry. And mm-hmm. Josh Allen, for sure, got got to, got to, got to go, got
1: to make a play for those guys. So, anyway, I guess we should move up to the, um, we'll the linebacker
0: left.
1: Yeah, you want to read them off or you want me to read them yeah, off? Yeah,
0: I got you. Um, so, so number one, Zach Cunningham, eight tackles for loss, one fumble recovery. Uh, he was going against me in one league. Uh, Devin White, who's finally starting to really show up, and he's a guy mm-hmm. that, you know, we called out earlier in the season 12 tackles, two forced fumbles, and a half a sack.
1: He had a great game yesterday. Great
0: game. You know what's crazy. The whole Buccaneers defense had a great game. Whole they, defense. Yep. Because Levante David blew up for nine tackles and a sack and two tackles for loss. Russell Wilson
1: had an amazing game, but I'll tell you what, I mean, they were on him. I mean, they were on him. They sacked him a bunch yesterday, but he still, I mean, it just shows you what Russell Wilson's capable of. Um, can you imagine what he would do if he had an offensive line, like an elite offensive line? Oh, my gosh.
0: It's crazy.
1: But anyway, sorry, I didn't want to. But I just want, no, I just want to waiting. highlight that, you know, a like Buccaneers defense, people are like talking shit on. But, I mean, they put up a, they put up a fight yesterday. And they, they did. It a was little, a great game. I mean,
0: it was the only game win to overtime.
1: That was a great game, and that uh, the Chiefs Vikings game was a great game. Oh, it was like man, what blow a for ending, blow,
0: dude. It was back
1: and forth, and back and forth. Yeah, I I loved it. I loved. it. Like I said, yesterday was a great day of football. I'm getting a little hyped back, hyped up again talking about it. So <laughs> it was it was a
0: blast. It really was. Uh, yep. Jack Thompson. I actually had a chance to trade for Shaq Thompson, but I couldn't give away Corey Littleton for him, and that's what they what he wanted. There's because Corey Littleton was on a buy. He figured I would go for it. I'm like, no, nah, bro, it's not happening. 11 tackles, three tackles for loss, and a sack. He did blow out. I mean, in one of my leagues, it was good for, like, 30 points. So yeah, he balled. I uh, <clears throat> already talked about Levante David. Um, Brandon Copeland back yep. on the list. Uh, nine tackles and a sack. That's Jets, big for him.
1: Jets linebacker. For anyone listening that's never heard of this dude, um, Jets are running out of linebackers, so this guy came into
0: the game. <laughs> yep, and, you know, we've been talking which one it was going to be, being Copeland Mac Wilson led the team in tackles five tackles a sack and a pass deflection he should have had an interception. I mean it went right through his hands yeah he's um, been show- he's been
1: doing very well um filling in for uh, who went who went down was it a uh, right yep, yep. So he's been doing very well he wasn't even their first linebacker they drafted this last year but they've been playing him and he's been like you've been showing out so if you're an Alabama fan you know who he is
0: yeah that's for sure uh Bobby Wagner. This dude, every week, 11 tackles and a sack. He just mm-hmm. continues to show out. Michael Kendricks, right next to him, four tackles, a sack, a pass deflection, and a forced fumble. That's a pretty good stat line considering you know who you got next to mm-hmm, uh, you. Joe Walker, uh, I don't think he's been on our list all year, 11 tackles.
1: Eleven tackles, and the craziest thing about him is, you know, he's kind of splitting snaps with Hassan Reddick. He played fifty-seven percent of snaps, and he had eleven tackles. Like he didn't, don't get it twisted. Like he was out there every snap, and like this kind of happened. Um, you know, like he's being hyper efficient when he's playing right now. So, you know, he's a guy to keep an eye on. If you need a plug and play, um, he might be a good guy to go get. And I'm sure I almost promise you he's on your waiver
0: wire. So yeah, oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely something I'm looking at for sure. Uh, Blake Martinez, who I promise you is never going to be on the waiver wire, twelve tackles. He'll never be on the waiver wire. <laughs> uh, that dude is a stone cold savage. I know somebody that has Blake Martinez and Joe Showbert on his team, and he's a dog. Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, Patrick Onwasser had eight tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble. Yeah, he I mean,
1: balled out last night. On he really like did football.
0: against a really good team, you know. And I kind of think the Patriots kind of went into that game like, oh, you know, well Cleveland beat this team, so. Let's not worry about these guys, and then boom, seventeen nothing. Uh,
1: I don't think so. I think it. I think they went in. Try. I mean, I think that people just have been. No one wants to say that the 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 Ravens are good. I mean, they're not. Oh, just they good, are good.
0: Let's not get this twisted, but they are
1: riveted with injuries. So it doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson's a total game changer. I mean, he's doing for that team. I mean, he's like he's Patrick. He's. I don't want to compare it to Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes is a difference maker. But I mean, like Russell to- Wilson. So Wilson, like he's like he's he's on that level. I mean, literally, we don't I mean, you don't have to like it or not. But I mean, he can move the chains. He can drive the ball down the field. And he's a dog like he wants to win. Like and he is not he doesn't fuck up either. I said, I thing. people, are, you know, the goalies. Like, oh, he was the last quarterback taken in that first round last year. Think about that. Like and he's that guy right now. I mean, like Baker Mayfield. I mean, how many how many Browns fans would rather have Lamar Jackson
0: on their team? Right I see, now? You, and I say that I think the Browns fans just want a different offensive coordinator. Yeah, we've talked I mean, about this before. They're they, very pre, I've talked about this no, numerous times. Just so much bad play calling. I mean, yeah, and their offensive they, line is trash. Let's let's change the offensive lines because you know, they, they had a chance they, to go. They get, worked
1: on that, but it's hurt. But even so, there are tons of teams with bad offensive lines that have more than – I think – don't their wide receivers have two touchdowns total on the season between them? Yeah, I mean, something like
0: that. You know, he, he didn't even stretch the field but twice or maybe three times yesterday, and he just had to throw a ball high in the end zone. And, you know, like Harris jumps out of the end zone, and he, if he doesn't carry his momentum, he's just – it's an easy touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, and that happened all day yesterday. So, I talked to my
1: buddy at work about this sometimes. It's like we – you know, the Browns had a, a losing formula forever – Forever, they had a losing formula, and they finally got a winning formula last year for, like, eight or nine games. And what'd they do? They fucking scrapped it. They said, screw Greg Williams. They said, he's gone. They said, we're going to promote this guy who's never been a head coach. They're like, we found what works. Forget it. We don't need it.
0: We don't want it. it's, It's funny you say that, though, because do you know who was last in or, you know, the Browns were 31st in defense last year, and Greg Williams was the coach, right?
1: Yeah. But I mean, they I mean, were 31st defense more loud, but they were like the most aggressive defense, weren't they? I mean, they were had the most oh, turnovers
0: yeah, the in the league. Yep. They had the most, but the, I think they're right, there. they're right there this year with that. It doesn't, you know, that hasn't really changed. It's either just either way. You know, it's just I think they're top 15 when it comes to actual defense this year. If you have a winning formula, why scrap it? Well, it's That's funny you I say don't. that, right? Last it, year they were two, it's five it's and one. At this point, last year they were two, five and one. Right now they're two and six. I, I saw this huge stat line, and it was eerie similar to last year at this point. Mm-hmm. And now they have the second easiest schedule going into the end of the season. Last year they had the number three easy schedule going into the closing eight games. I'm telling you, watch out. It could change right away, because Baker yesterday what had almost 300 yards passing on, you know, against the number four defense in the league. That's what that's the thing is. I get that the uh, they're two and six or something like that, or three and three and five. The brown the Broncos are, mm-hmm. but they're the number four defense in the league. They've lost three games by a field goal, yeah, right, in the closing seconds.
1: Yeah, I mean they've shown signs of life, but at the end of the day, it's about wins. And if you can't beat the Broncos,
0: well, right I, can have, now. I I will tell you this: Baker's been horrible in the red zone. Yeah. He's 33% in the red zone. That's, that's been killing Well, you all know what
1: it is? He spent too much time doing commercials in the offseason. You know, football. and I
0: agree with that, you know, and, and everybody knows that I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. But, yeah. dude, I'm telling you, I completely agree with you. Also, Welcome sucks. to big
1: leagues, big dog. All right, anyway, um, we got to finish up. I, gotta I got to say got one other
0: linebacker to talk about that we didn't bring up. Um, uh, all right, AJ I'm gonna, Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about him earlier. Six tackles, seven assists. Are you kidding me? I mean, 13. this guy's a guy you got to go get. I mean, he's had one-off week since he's played. Since then, he's played really, really good. I mean, I'll take six solos and seven assists out of a guy every week. Oh, yeah. You know, especially if you know you're gonna run-happy defense. So, or, you know, run-happy offense. You're, that's what you're facing. It only helps A.J. Johnson for sure.
1: I feel yeah. I want to highlight um, Anu Suar. We talked about him just before we got on the Baker May excuse me, the Browns thing, but um, he only played uh, 42% of snaps last night. He had eight tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble. So he was a, a play, a difference maker, even though he wasn't on the field. Contract. It's funny because
0: they, uh, I know somebody that's been praising Chuck Clark and said, oh, you know, I'll give you free stuff for all this, you know, and he's been on him. Chuck Clark went, what, three tackles, something like that in that game. So, and he, he's one playing the call or calling the plays because onwasser has been kind of had the injury bug a little bit. He's been banged up. Yeah, he sat out the last two weeks, I believe. Yeah, he, he's, he's the guy, and we've been talking about that from the get-go. I mean, and, I and he showed that he was,
1: again. And he seems like he's one of those guys where maybe he doesn't need to be on – he doesn't need to play 100% of snaps to be at his best, you know. Because, I mean, even last year he wasn't playing 100% of snaps, and he still showed himself to be a guy you could play in IDP. Um, so maybe, maybe – um,
0: I'd still Arbaugh. like to see him, like, in the 70% range. Though. Uh, yeah, I
1: would like to. See that. But, I mean, first game off the injury. So, I mean, you know, I think there's a good chance next week that he puts up similar production, and he does see his snaps increase a little bit. Um, I have him on a couple of teams. I did not play him yesterday just because I wanted to be safe. Still going to win at least two of those leagues. Um, so, I'm okay.
0: I'm a little iffy in one league. I'm up by 30 points. He's got Dak Prescott, and I think, I think he has Quinn. You know, yeah, but has- I, that – well, I you say that. I have I have Michael Gallup who I really think oh, who yeah blew, who blew Dude, up Gallup. against the Giants. Be a Gallup week. Um which is I think Gallup's the guy, you know, the flex play for this week. And then uh defensively, I have Marcus Golden who's been good for about 15 points in this league. And then one other person, I don't remember who my last person is. Uh I don't Remember, I have three going tonight. I just don't remember what the third guy is.
1: Probably somebody super lame. It was supposed to be Leighton Vanderash, but it's oh, not yeah. Leighton Smith. Let's talk about these. Uh, let's talk about these DBs, um, heavy hitters this week. Um, you know, we'll start with the king himself, the kingpin. My guy, <laughs> uh, Buddha Baker, Thursday night was, I mean, he crushed my soul. I played against him in a league, dude, put up like 26 points, which you know, he should. I mean, he had 13 tackles two tackles for loss, three passes defended. And if you watched him and Kittle, I mean, they were going at it all night. It was, I mean, that was, it was
0: the funnest matchup, maybe, maybe the of the year,
1: by And the way. they each got a little – you know, they each – I mean, it was blow for blow, like we were saying earlier. I mean, it's like every once in a while, Kittle would get a good one on him, and he did have that touchdown run where he did throw him in the dirt. But, I mean, Buda Baker knocked two or three passes that should have been caught. I mean, he just threw his arm in there and just crushed him, and Kittle was just like, oh, man. like He you know, made it
0: fun. You know, that's one sure. of the more fun,
1: deep, back, uh, you know, matchups I've watched all season. And the fact was, it just kept coming back to him, too. I mean, I don't know who was actually supposed to be covering, uh, Kittle for some of those plays, but you know, Buddha was coming in to clean it up. But I mean, sometimes he was lining up right on Kittle, too. So it was, yeah, it was most fun. of the time he
0: lined up right on Kittle, which, um, which is what I kind of expect either. You know, next week, I think San Francisco plays Seattle
1: Am I wrong? Mm, I'm not 100% sure. But, but. I only play Seattle,
0: which I think either Marquis player or, um, Quinn is gonna play on on him, which you could see very similar stats in this aspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said on Thursday night Buda Baker is gonna be the top D B. And I think it's, he, he was. It,
1: I mean, unless somebody tonight blows the hell up, he's still number one.
0: I mean, I'll take thirteen and two all day. Thirteen so three.
1: Yeah, thirteen solos. It was crazy. Good game. Excellent game from Buda Baker. It's good to see him, you know, blow back up. Minka Fitzpatrick, another guy that we've been high on. It's funny, both these guys, Minka and Buda Baker, are guys that we had to fight people over in the off season about. You know, we had to make a stand and be like, look, like Minka it doesn't matter people are like, oh,
0: they especially don't line when, up especially when Boston and uh Antoine Bethe left, like mm-hmm. why would you I'm not think that I'm Baker's not over gonna... you know, people
1: overthinking it. Where are they lining up? You know, I'm like, doesn't matter. They're playmakers. They play 100% of snaps. I mean, Minko was kind of getting screwed around early in the season, but it's like even then he was
0: still relevant. You know, I mean, you know, we, we have this saying in the Navy, don't nuke it out. And yeah. people do that in fantasy football. They overthink, it. they nuke mm-hmm. it out, is what we like to say. So, yeah. I mean,
1: if you got a super stud and he's a super stud, you play your super stud. I say that I didn't play Buda Baker in one league, I have men, but that's because I have a. Jabril Peppers and Bethaya, but I, you know, I'm still have him and I'm still happy to I, have him. And that's him.
0: because you said you wanted to play, had the Monday night play. And I told mm-hmm. you I think you should play, should have played Buddha. When yeah. We talked about that. I said I would have switched Antoine Bethay for Buddha just yeah. because I like, I knew I, he was going to play. I uh,
1: like, I like to set my lineups early in the week and I try not to fiddle with him too much late. Speaking of which, I played uh, Jameis Winston yesterday on our live cast because you guys talked me into it over Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson went out. And burn the mother- and house down on the Patriots' defense. He put up like seven more points than Jameis. Jameis still had a great James game. Still had a great game. He had a great game. But I, told I, you, I told you, I was you, like Lamar well, Jackson. Come on now, this dude then, doesn't matter who he plays. You can play eighty-five Bears. He's gonna put up you know thirty thirty fantasy points on their ass. Well, he didn't against the Browns. Well,
0: anyway, I, just, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying,
1: I'm
0: never taking you more Jackson, defensively the Browns now, or the
1: Patriots. That. I'm never taking Lamar Jackson out of my lineup again. I'm still going to win that matchup. I appreciate you guys. You know, you did talk me off the ledge, but, man, I wish I had jumped off now.
0: I knew James Winston was going to have a good game. I mean, heck, in the first – I think he had no, like 18 he did. points in the first half. I, so. I have a stack with Mike Evans,
1: so it, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful thing. But let's let's get back to defensive backs. Mick Fitzpatrick, seven tackles, a pass defended, an interception, then he housed for ninety-six yards. Dude's an absolute stud. Like Jared said yesterday on the live cast. I mean, he's basically good for a pick a week. Um, he's playing at an all-pro level. You know, rookie last year, he was a first-round draft pick. Steelers traded a first-round pick to get him a couple of weeks back. People were like, oh, Steelers are so stupid, der dur. No, they're not. Steelers are and a great organization. And they it, seems like, it seems moves. like
0: Rudolph is playing like you want him to play. I mean, he's winning games. He's not losing games. He's he is in games. really and had it, one bad play yesterday. And so. Minka
1: Fitzpatrick has been – I mean, they've won games because of Minka Fitzpatrick, like straight For up sure. and down. And you can't – tell. I mean, that first-round pick could have been just sitting there. I mean, we don't know what that first-round pick's going to do in the, two years. The, two first years. Game that, the first game that he played in, he won the game. Yep. We know Minka Fitzpatrick – is a playmaker. I mean, and he's on the Steelers now. Like he could be. I mean, he might be locked. I up mean, on think the Steelers about it. Right? He
0: won yesterday. Let's really think about this. Yeah. That interception for a touchdown literally was a fourteen point swing because it was at the goal line. He was a beast. He's right. They won. They won by what? By Vinniteri missing a field goal.
1: hmm Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that game could have gone so differently. Thank God, I Minka mean, Fitzpatrick is a Steeler. Um, loving it. Eric Reed, we've talked about him. He's been just showing up and showing out week in and week out for your IDP teams. 11 tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, quarterback hit. Harrison Smith, my dude. You know, let let
0: me, and, you know, this is where we go back because yesterday you were like, you know what? Harrison Smith's the play. And, you know, yeah, I, we, I would. Uh, if I'm yeah, wrong, he's like, he's like, I bet he even gets a sack today. And I quote, I bet he gets a sack today. I'm like, why would Harrison Smith get a sack today? But the truth sayer a- Jordan Reigns comes up with eight tackles, one sack, a force fumble, and a quarterback kick from Harrison Smith. the <laughs> called it. I had to call you. It was funny because you called me out on Twitter and I had to call you out on Twitter. And he just yeah. missed that
1: shoestring tackle on Damian Williams, too. Like oh, he man. almost he almost stopped that set. He almost stopped that giant play. Almost didn't do it. Damian Williams gave him all the credit in the world, but Harrison Smith was the last man, and he tried. I mean, he was coming off the edge like he was playing up on the line, onto the left, and hey, Damian Williams
0: ran right up the middle. He had to turn around down hmm? for tw- Tyreek Hill ran Damian Williams down oh, for 23, yeah. miles 23, twenty-three miles an hour. I know all
1: about that. I've been saying he's the best wide receiver in the league for like two years, and people are like, "Oh my God, he's the worst person ever." I think he's top three spec we can all speculate about whatever when he's on the field he's the best player on the field he's probably the the fastest player in the field for sure oh for sure he runs excellent routes dude he's watch him catch jump balls like that's the other thing people like oh he's not a complete receiver i'm like he's catching jump balls over he's catching 50
0: 50 balls all day yeah
1: all of them and that even that. yeah i mean like and he gets to the other goal line and he pushes it in like he's an elite wide receiver anyway i'm i'm off that let's talk about eric harris um safety for the uh Oakland Raiders, uh, we had a question about him. He ended up coming through with a big day yesterday, 11 tackles, tackle for loss, pass defended.
0: He took over for the rookie, right?
1: Mm, Yeah, I think he came in after uh, Abrams Abrams. out. He's been playing pretty good, so uh, he's a good waiver wire ad if you can find him right now. Jordan Whitehead, seven tackles, pass deflected, forced or fumble recovery. Eddie Jackson showing up with a 10-tackle game. Very rare to see Eddie Jackson uh, with a high tackle number. All solos, 10 tackles. The crazy thing is if you look about this game yesterday, I was looking earlier this morning, it was nuts. Um, Where did I have it written down here? Oh, the Eagles played – it was the Eagles versus the Bears. Eagles played 45 defensive snaps yesterday. The Bears played 89. They literally played almost double the defensive snaps. Well, they're finally starting to figure it out. Well, it just shows you how shitty the fucking Bears are. I mean, they can't they can't get their drives going at all. So, I mean, Eddie Jackson might be looking at more heavy tackle games if they're playing ninety snaps a game on defense. Like
0: the crazy thing is, Montgomery had a big game running the ball for the second week in a row, and they're still losing.
1: Yeah. Well, it's because Matt Nagy. I mean, uh, Matt Nagy and Adam Gase, garbage, garbage.
0: They'll be. I had somebody great. say the other day. Uh, who was it? They said. Um, traffic, I would yeah. rather have. Um, Kyle Shanahan, then Matt Nagy, 10 out of 10 times. That's a big duh. But it's hilarious, right? And then yesterday, uh, uh, Darnold's like uh, Adam Gase is probably one of the best coaches I've ever had in my life. Are you kidding me, homie? Shows you that he is a naive 21-year-old idiot if he says (laughs) stuff like that. Dude, Jeff Fisher
1: would make both these guys look Look like I mean Jeff Fisher. They make Jeff Fisher look like a like a you know coach of the year right now. I mean here's
0: my question. So there's a college coach that used to be a pro coach uh, at Arizona State now, and I'm just trying to figure out how Tony Dungy is at college right now after these dumpster fire coaches are going on. Like Tony Dungy's in college at Arizona State, beating teams he's not supposed to beat. How is he not being pulled up? He would make a ton of teams better defensively. And you're watching guys just get murdered every week.
1: Well, I mean, it, it comes down to organizations don't like to admit that they're wrong. You know I mean? To to say that they messed up. I mean, you see it every week. Adam Gase. Oh, well, you know, we just need to play better. He won't say, I'm a huge fuck up, which is what he should say. And yeah. the, the organizations won't say, we fucked up. They just say, well, you got to trust the process. Or we're working on things. Or, you know, you know, it didn't go our way this week. It's not going to go your way any week. Like. Look historically. Yeah, I look mean, Cleveland's
0: disciplined football. Dude, they're the they're the most penalized team on, on every aspect of football.
1: And it all, and it does. It starts with your coach, and you know, I mean, it really, really does. Um, I mean, look at what um, Reich is doing with the Colts. I mean, the Colts shouldn't be winning. I mean, they're leading their division right now, aren't they? Well, oh, wow. yeah. We'll see. They lost to Pittsburgh
0: yesterday, and they it lost doesn't... to Kobe Percent in the first series. Exactly. Brian Hoyer were... came in balling.
1: So I think they're tied right now with Houston, but I mean, like they shouldn't be, I mean, they had, they lost Andrew Luck, but I mean, like it just shows you what a good coach with a good game plan can do. And I mean, Marlon Max, they running back. He's not an all pro running back. They don't have an all pro receiver. They don't have an all pro anything except maybe a guard, you know, it's quick. Yeah, T.Y.
0: Hilton's hurt. I mean, the- Darius Leonard's a savage.
1: And they're going blow for blow with teams with, you know, MVP candidates on them. And, you know, that just shows you what a good coach can do and, I just keep, you know, people keep talking about, you know, the the Jets, you know, oh, they're going to, this is it. They're about to blow up. Look at their schedule. They got blown out by the Miami Dolphins yesterday, y'all. Like, don't tell me about how Sam Darnold is a great, you know, dynasty play right now or pickup. Don't tell me about how their strength of schedule is coming up. You should make a play for Robbie Anderson or how Le'Veon Bell is going to light it up the second half of the year. You are delusional if you believe that stuff. Like, have you not watched? Like, come on. I saw a couple of people trade for, um, Le'Veon Bell in my league's the last couple of weeks. And I listen to podcasts like I hear these guys on the offensive side saying this is what you're supposed to do. And then I watch guys in my league go do this stuff. And I'm like, y'all are buying smoke. Like, if you really think that Le'Veon Bell's about to do anything other than be a low-end RB2, you're high. I mean, you're smoking that crack, bro. What are you, th- what are you talking about? And if you think Sam Darnold, he has eight picks in the past three games, eight turnovers in the past three games. That's I will tell you, more. in a PPR league, you should play Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's getting eight catches a game. So is so is Naeem Hines, basically. So is James White. I mean, are you James- making trades for these guys? Don't tell me you are, know You're not. Well, James White, you should be. Well, but you're not. And no one's telling you to either, but they're telling you to. Anyway, I'm, I'm off it. Let's talk about the last person on this list is a Jet, Jamal Adams. Kind of a quieter game for him, four tackles, but the sack saved him, bailed him out. He had a sack of a quarterback hit. Um, he's an elite guy. And honestly, he's a good buy low candidate right now because he's not having the season he had last year um again yeah, if he was Nag- the number one db last year and he's he's like a top 30 guy right now yeah um, he does have a bye week which some of these guys don't have but i mean just look at what happens when Nagy shows up bad things um i think that Nagy's probably going to lose his or not Nagy? i'm saying Nagy Gase. they're both terrible but uh Gase is i don't know that he's ruining it i mean the only thing that sam garland's got going for him is he is young so if if Gase wastes a year or two of his life, I mean, it's not like we're really losing anything. If anything, he's learning how to not be a quarterback. Um, So moving forward, you know, Jamal Adams is still a DB1, but uh, you have to start tempering your expectations on him. I had him a little lower this week in my rankings for the first time in a while. I didn't have him as a top five guy. I think he was like seven or eight. And that's just because, you know, I just, there's just something not right there with the Jets. So, you gotta temper all your guys on that team.
0: So I uh, have people blowing me up about um uh Whitehead blowing up on uh Twitter yesterday. Like throwing all a bunch of racist comments out and say he's gonna shoot people and Jordan White uh, who? Yeah Jordan Whitehead? I missed all that. Yeah, he's going crazy apparently on Twitter. Like he's like, Here's my here's my place, you know, you you can come here anytime, like he's He's being real racist, you know, saying a bunch of different stuff that I probably shouldn't even say on air, so I'm not going to. Uh, well, maybe hopefully he goes and deletes it for a good screenshot. Well, no, that didn't happen. Like, I mean, it blew up on Twitter. And apparently his, I thought it got hacked, you know, or, or it wasn't even his account. But apparently he's issued an apology. So so maybe it is him. Uh, we'll, <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to look still at it. He sure still had a still good there. game. So. <laughs> he still had a good game, yeah.
1: Uh, keep your personal issues to yourself. That's one thing on my Twitter. I mean, every once in a while I'll tweet some, like, personal-ish stuff. But, you know, people, if they follow you on social media, they kind of want certain things from you. Um, I doubt it's racist comments or how you really feel. Um, great team win is a great tweet for most players. Uh, that's a, I, th- I recommend that one. <laughs> you get a lot of likes and retweets on that, big oh, guys. something we
0: didn't talk about, Nick Needham. You know, since we did talk about uh, – the Dolphins waxed in the Jets. He had six tackles, three assists, and a sack
1: hmm. yesterday. What what position does he play? I'm not really um, hip with the jive on him.
0: Pretty he sure a, he plays either corner or linebacker. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I've kind of. I mean, He's I'm TV. probably okay. I probably TV shouldn't TV say corner. it. I kind of turn. I've been slowly just turning a blind eye to Miami. There's. I mean, if I'm starting a Miami player, it's Jerome Baker. And I'm not starting him. I have him. He's on my bench pretty much every week. He had a decent game yesterday, but he did just, have a decent
0: game. It's hard tackles.
1: to trust these guys, and there's not a lot of upside there. Christian Wilkins, I did start him in a league. Super deep, though. I mean, not a lot of people probably didn't start him. Um, so take that as you will.
0: Yeah, Jerome Baker had seven tackles, five to, uh, five solo. So I mean, yeah, you you got lucky with Christian Wilkins with the sack was big, you know. So. Mm-hmm. You know, people- Chris
1: Jones came through with a decent game. I'll we'll just kind of rattle off a few guys we didn't talk about. Chris Jones had a pretty good game yesterday. Uh, sack, three tackles. Um, <clears throat> Jordan Phillips has been playing really good for Buffalo. Uh, three tackles. Uh, looks like he had two tackles for loss and a sack. Um, he's really – Ed Oliver is not going to squeeze in here. I mean, he played like 30% of snaps yesterday, 35. As long as Jordan Phillips is still balling out, Ed Oliver is just going to have to sit on your bench, I guess, until next year, y'all. I know some people spent a lot of draft capital on him this year in IDP league, especially in Dynasty.
0: Uh, you you know, that's a it. question I wanted to ask you. Are the Bills for real or have they just played a really easy schedule?
1: They're for real, dude. I think they are. Um, Josh Allen is, I mean, he's composed. He's capable. He wants to win. Uh, they their coach. Is
0: you are definitely a Josh Allen fan, that's for calling sure. Calling
1: a lot of really good plays. I mean, Devin Singletary yesterday lit it up, and they got Frank Gore still, who's you know gener- one of the best running backs of all time. Um, he got stuffed a couple of times yesterday on some short plays. They probably should have had Singletary in, but, I mean, they know their identity. And, you know, there aren't a lot of teams that kind of know that right now. And
0: You know, we didn't talk about um, Landon Collins or – Matt Ioannidis Matt I had four ta- four solo tackles and a sack. Landon Collins had nine total tackles, five solos. Uh, Josh Norman had six tackles and and an assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Dion Hamilton had six tackles. Jonathan Allen had seven tackles. Mm-hmm. So I mean they're sitting on of the field. Do. So
1: Yeah, there's a lot of guys that, I mean, probably should have made the studs list this week. But, I mean, you got to fit a little bit of everybody in. Brandon Graham's quietly having a pretty decent season as well. We don't talk about him a lot on this show. Um, We probably should do a little bit more. Like I said, Chris Jones, his first game back from his injury, he showed up. He had, you know, a sack, you know, made a decent play. Um, Micah
0: Hyde had nine tackles yesterday. That's two weeks in a row. I mean, two weeks ago he had the touchdown, right? Yeah. in my leagues
1: that I played, play he didn't get rewarded for that because it was on special teams. Yeah, we so were I, talking about that. That's crap. Come on, y'all. Like, give me a break. Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. Like, if a player gets it, he should get it. Same Yeah, Tremaine
0: not had nine tackles, but seven of them were assists, so that probably didn't help you in most leagues. Jordan Phillips, yeah. like you said, three tackles on a sack. Um
1: Matt Milano, I've been playing him week in and week out. I mean, he's just a good, he's a great linebacker two to have, and he puts up linebacker one weeks. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, you probably drafted him to be a linebacker one. He's a, another great linebacker two to have. You know, he puts up a lot of linebacker two weeks. So
0: I've been on the Jordan Phillips train for a long time. If you know me at all, I'm an Oklahoma fan. Uh, all three jerseys behind me are OU fan or OU players. So. Um, Jordan Phelps is an Oklahoma player, so I've been on that train for a long time, even when he's at Miami, so.
1: Yeah. We usually go over studs and duds. We didn't really, you know, since everybody was kind of a really middle of the pack week, I mean, you have one or two guys in the top tier. I mean, you know, we didn't really feel like it was necessary to go We didn't over have a dud. whole lot of, like,
0: just eh guys. You know, Lorenzo Alexander, I guess, was definitely mm-hmm. a dud I mean, an assist. But he played yeah. a lot of, you know. A lot of downs
1: here, so. Yep. So, you know, it was a good week for IDP. You know, we're looking forward to next week. You know, you're going to be missing some of your main guys. You're going to be missing all those Jacksonville guys. Um, no Ronnie Harrison, you know, no Yannick, no Calais Campbell, no Allen. They're on by. Houston's going to be out. You know, they're on by. So I know Bernardrick McKinney. Bernard McKinney, not get any Zach Cunningham. Jo- Justin Reed, he's come up a couple of times. We didn't talk about him. People are like, you know, what's up with Justin Can't Reed? He had interception not- yesterday, didn't he? had an interception. So he he did he get four tackles interception, I believe, um, which ended up salvaging his day. You know, like I said, he's still a guy that if you have him, you're going to want to play. I him. saw somebody um,
0: drop him in my league and I'm like, oh. well, they, he has a bye week. He does, Yeah. So, so I'm so going to pick bye. him up. Patriots so. have a have a
1: bye next week. Eagles have a bye next week. Um So you're not going to have Barnett. You're not going to have Brandon Graham. um, You're not going to have Nate Gary. Uh, and then the Redskins have a bye week. You're not going to have Ionidas, You're not going to have Jonathan Allen. You're not going to have Durant Payne. Not going to have Montez Sweat. You're not going to have Kerrigan. You're not going to have Landon Collins. John Sean DeAndre. Yeah, and um, Holcomb. You know, all those guys are going to be out. So it's going to be a good week to pay attention to your waiver wire.
0: Um, watch some of these guys might get dropped. Some of these guys are studs. Go out. I can snacking. tell you, a lot of people haven't looked at you. Got guys on by this week. People should be looking at um, Rap. Taylor, Taylor Rapp. Rap. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's playing really well when he's getting to play with, especially with John Johnson out. I know that I picked him up as soon as he was available. Mm-hmm. Somebody dropped him because of a bye week, which is ridiculous, by the way. Yep. Um, he's playing really well. I mean, he's a guy that you have to go get. Uh, yep.
1: It should I be a good week for waivers because there should be some guys coming back, um, like you said, that might be floating around out there, but. Overall, kind of a little bit more of a down week for IDP, but it was still a good week for football. Um, And I guess that's pretty much going to close us out. You know, this has been the IDP 411. You know, check out expandtheboxscore.com. They have some really great stats, um, you know, all curated there for you, especially if you're into college football like my dude over here, Jared, is. Um, I'm not really a big uh, college football fan, but I am obsessed with, you know, NFL football. So I checked their site out too. We looked at them for – you know, do some – They some have stuff. everything
0: from baseball, basketball, college, oh, yeah. basketball, yeah. and football.
1: Good content over there. So, check them out. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, and like I said, that's all I got. This has been the IDP411. Appreciate you guys. Um, look for our other show later this week, the IDP Hour, where we'll be doing, you know, matchup previews, maybe do break down a little bit of rankings some start to the week that'll come out thursday on the full-time fantasy podcast network which is another spot where we hang out and put out content so i guess until thursday
0: until thursday let's go let's go let's go